listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hey, everyone. Ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. Yeah. You know, I, I was going to share a little bit of a confession. Some of you maybe know this about me if you've read my books, but, you know, five years ago, I went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was the California Institute for Women in Corona, California. That's right. And it was run by the state of California, the Department of Correction. And the first time I was supposed to go to prison, mm-hmm. I was on my way. You see, <laughs> I was on my way and I get an emergency call. From, abort, abort. Yeah, exactly. From Bianca going, abort. <laughs> you, you guys, you got to understand something. I have had a fear in my life until five years ago of prison. Mm. I literally had a fear that I was going to be falsely accused of something and be thrown into prison. Mm-hmm. Maybe because my you know, dad was a sniper on the SWAT team growing up. I don't know. But I thought uh, s- something could easily happen. Buddy, I got to stop you. <laughs> what? Just had this visual. Oh no, of you in prison. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like no. Uh, yeah, I can't go you, to prison. You would make it in prison. I would make it. <laughs> I, I would probably make it. She would. She would just have all those girls just gathered around her, just listening and praising the Lord. We do something. I mean, if I got in there for some reason, it could happen, right? Oh my gosh. But I, because of this fear. I decided I need to go to prison. I need to go to prison. Mm -hmm. And I had just been speaking at an event with Bianca, which I love, Bianca Altoff. What what is it? In the name of love. And she's like, why don't you join me? Mm -hmm. So she sends over this paperwork. Now, mind you, you know I'm married to a lawyer. And so I leave the paperwork out for Bryce. And I go, honey, there's this paperwork that they want me to sign. Can you look it over? And he goes, oh, honey, I don't need to look it over. I go, what do you mean? He goes, basically, the paperwork is going to say you're signing your life over to the you know, state of California Department of Corrections. If something happens to you when you're in the prison, they're not coming to get you. Right. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, honey, you're going into a prison. Right. You know, sorry. Yeah. This right. isn't a nail salon. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I go, and you're okay with this? And he's like, well, honey, if you feel God's wanting you to do that, yeah, I'm okay with it. So you send me to Africa and you can't go, you get sick. And now you're not even going to look over the paperwork and just let me sign my name and go to prison. Oh I got to give a sample of my hair, pee in a cup and a drop of blood and sign the freaking paperwork. So I signed this paperwork, I send it over and I'm still freaking out. Right. And now I'm even more freaking out because I'm realizing what he said. Yeah, babe. They, they probably wouldn't give you a phone call because you're already in there. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. Good luck with that. Right. Hope you've been doing your kickboxing. <laughs> So I'm driving there and I get the best call of my life. Abort. I go, B, what's going on, Bianca? She goes, oh, they just had a prison riot and the place is locked down. I go, Bianca, do you understand? If we had been 30 minutes, I was 30 minutes away from the prison. 30 minutes later, we would have been in the smack dab of that prison riot. She goes, I know, but we weren't. So we'll just go next week. Bye. And I'm like, what? What did she say? I'm not going next week. I feel like I just I just proved to God that I was willing to go. Right. Like Isaac on the altar. I'm willing to right. sacrifice my body. Okay. I'm willing to go to prison. But I don't 
I, I've already proved that now. I was en route. I'm going to prison. So I, I'm off of it now. Mm-hmm. So I go home. Bryce goes, what are you doing here so fast? I go, they had a prison riot. I go, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this. One and done. Right. And he goes, well... Well, why? why? Why don't you go back? I go, that's what Bianca said. She was like, what am I, a cat? I got nine <laughs> lives? I'm like, I'm not going back. God gave me a brain, Bryce. Right. God gave me a brain. <laughs> sure enough, a few weeks later, I get a call from my friend Bianca. She goes, okay, we're ready well, to have you speak back at the prison, and your books got approved. I go, okay, great. She goes, okay, I'll see you Wednesday. She's coming from Orange County. You know, I'm coming right. from Ventura County. Right. So I go, okay, B, I'll see you there. And now I'm really like... Freaking, freaking out. out. So I'm driving there, and I pull up to the the place. Right. She's already in there. Mm-hmm. I get inside, and the warden lady is your sign-in, showing your driver's right. license, right. signing your paperwork, signing my life away right. to the prison. Uh-huh. The lady guard looks at me, and she goes, what are you wearing? <laughs> and I'm like, me? I, I, I'm like, me? She goes, yeah, what are you wearing? Oh, no. She goes, didn't you read the paperwork? I said, no, I didn't read the paperwork. She goes... You're, I, I'm in black and blue. I always wear blue oh jeans, goodness. a black top. Oh, my goodness. She goes, I go, I'm black and blue. What? She goes, the prisoners are in black and blue. <laughs> I go, wait, I thought orange was the new black. <laughs> right? And she goes, she goes, no, they have dark blue. So unless you want to blend in. I'm like, no, I'll be right back. Nine lives number three. I jammed oh to Walmart. Gosh. Grab a hot pink shirt that looked fantastic <laughs> on me, as you can imagine. T-shirts don't look good on me, by the way. I put on this hot pink shirt and my jeans. I mean, mind you, Bianca's in pumps. Nobody's right. saying anything. I'm like, it's like, you, like, you could shake someone with that, right? So we walk up to go through, and the lady buzzes this door open. Think of Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory, okay? But there's no chocolate. <laughs> My jaws are just killing me. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. People, I'm telling you, I can't take it. She is one funny woman. So I uh, I get buzzed in, buddy, you know, and the door then locks behind you. Mm-hmm. And right. you don't get to go back through the door in front of you. you you're like in an elevator size clear cylinder before right. COVID even happened, right? So then it buzzes. And it opens up, and there is a huge, it's like prison break, a huge yard with people walking all around the yard. It's like huge. And she points and she goes, the chapel where you guys are speaking is in the back, like four football fields away. So I look at, you know, Miss Best Dressed here, and I say, so where's my guard? (laughs) And she's like, what guard? I go, the guard that's going to take me the four football fields to the chapel in the back. She goes, there's no guards. There's two sniper towers. There's one over here on the right and one over here on the left. I said, I haven't met them yet. I have not met them. I go, they see, she goes, this is what you said to me. She goes, they see your pink shirt. (laughs) Cool. Thank you, Walmart. They see my pink shirt. She goes, go ahead. They're waiting. Oh, my goodness. And that's when I meet Rapunzel. Mm -hmm. So B and I are starting to walk through the yard with the few people that are with us, all women, by the way. We're walking through the yard, and these women come towards us. 
they could eat me and I'm not little, okay? Like, just to show you. And they're coming right towards us. <laughs> and, and they're like, hey, ladies. And I'm like, when I get nervous, I tell right. jokes, you know. Because I'd be like, please don't eat me. And so I'm, I'm walking to them like, hey, ladies, what are you doing? And I'm like, hi. <laughs> I'm from America. No, just kidding. I'm like, oh. I go, hi. I said, we're going to do a little uh, church in the back. Why don't you join us? And she looks at me and she goes, sorry, I can't. I'm getting my hair braided. <laughs> I go, I didn't know there was a supercuts here. <laughs> <laughs> she gives me a look. Luckily, she laughed. Bianca didn't, though. She grabbed my arms and she goes, shut, shut up. up, Shalene. Shut up. Put your head down and get to the back. I go, listen, you got pumps. I'll take oh. one of them. You got the other. <laughs> the, luckily, the women walked by. I go straight to the back. Oh. I didn't say another word till I got there. But when I got to this little chapel, mm. buddy, I'm not even joking. To this day, I've never seen something like this in all my life. I speak all over the country, mm-hmm. all over the world yeah. sometimes with you. Right. These women, there was probably about 100, 110 of them. They were being strip searched. Strip. Oh, I Strip know. searched. I know. To get inside. Yes. To hear about Jesus. Yes. There were no gift bags. There was no music. No. They're getting strip searched so that they can go in. Inside and out. Yeah. To hear about Jesus. It was the coolest event I had ever been at in my life. I got to share things that I haven't shared yet today because I have people in my life and family members that are still alive mm-hmm. and I want to still be honoring, but I will mm-hmm. share one day hopefully, but in there I could. Mm-hmm. And so I got to just get really real and I get done sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. which is by the way, the only reason why we do the Splash Podcast uh, for those of you listening is uh, if we miss Jesus, whether you're in prison or not, you lose that's right. You lose. That's right. There is only one way to heaven, and it's through Jesus. Jesus. God says, I loved you so much that I sent my only son, that whoever believes in me will not have to perish, right. but can have everlasting life. And so I get done sharing, and I start to open up the box of books mm-hmm. that the warden put back there of Bianca's books and my right. books. I'm opening up my books, Love, Skip, Jump, uh-huh. and um, I'm passing them out to the women. And there's this chick on my right. She looked pretty hardcore, by the way. She had some tats, right? She looks over at me. She's like, oh, I've read that book. And I look at her like, you're so full of crap. I can't even, but I (laughs) can't do anything because you could kick my butt. So I look over, I go, oh, really? Where'd you get it? Like that. I kind of had a little bite in my voice, but not too much. Really? Where'd you get it? Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh, the prison library. And I'm thinking... I didn't know that prison had, you know, a Barnes and Noble in here next to, you know, the supercuts, I guess. And uh, I go, really? I said, well, I wrote that book. And she goes, shut the F up. (laughs) But she says it, right? Right, Because we're in prison. And she stands up and she goes, are you kidding me? You went to Africa to see if Omega was real and you you bought her the beds. And, And I start crying. I'm like, this woman's read my book. Right. I mean, I know my publisher is not sending books to prison. I, I don't know how, to this day, how this book got into the prison library. Right. I said, you know what? I think I came to this prison today to meet you. What's mm. your name? Yes. She goes, Laura. I go, well, Laura, I'm Shalene. What are you in here for? She goes, well, I'm in here for eight years. I've served already three of them for beating up my CPS worker my child protective services worker Mm. that came to take my child. Mm. 
And uh, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Hmm. I go, really, tell me about that. She goes, well, I found Jesus. Mm. She said, I was going to hell on the outside. Hmm. She goes, everyone's in a prison. That's right. <laughs> that was That's very right. interesting, That's right? Yep. Everyone's in a prison. And um, as I'm talking with her, I get this tap on my shoulder. Hey, where's my book? Are you going to braid my hair? It was Rapunzel. <laughs> I go, Rapunzel. Right. I go, here you go, Rapunzel. And I was thinking to myself, the power of an invitation. Mm. You know, there's somebody in your life right now that you need to be giving an invitation to. Someone that's listening to this podcast today that needs to invite someone to have an encounter with Jesus. Mm. Somebody needs you. They need you to look around in your hula hoop space and see people around you. Because these two women in this prison, I was dead wrong about both of them. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. dead wrong about both of them. And I would have missed out on meeting these women, right? And this is what I love about the verse I want to share today out of John. God's talking about how he is the vine and we're a branch. Mm -hmm. And... If we are not attached to that vine, if we are apart from it in any way, we can do nothing, right? right. So John 15, 1, I'm going to start there. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. You know, Barbara's a great gardener, by the way. If you ever go to her house, it's like the secret garden back there. I, I kill a plastic plant, okay? But her, her, her yard just reminds me of how important it is that we are attached to the vine. If you cut a flower off to bring it inside and put it in a vase, it's only going to last for so long. Mm-hmm. But the vine out there, can you can prune it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mind you, pruning requires cutting mm-hmm. and cutting hurts. Mm-hmm. And I believe some of you are listening right now and God's pruning you in your life. That's and you're right. like, ouch, yeah. this yeah, yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. painful. Yeah. I'm in pain. I don't right. like it anymore. Right. And he's like, just wait. Mm-hmm. I want to prune you back because you're going to grow mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. even greater, That's right? right. That's he says, right. he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Mm. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will have even more, mm-hmm. right? You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I also remain mm-hmm. in you. That's no right. branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Mm-hmm. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. Mm -hmm. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. You know, in the King James Version and the ESV, they use the word abide, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Instead of remain, it's like Mm -hmm. abide Mm -hmm. in me, you know? Mm -hmm. But in order to remain... I have to presume, as you're listening to the Splash Podcast right now, which is why Barbara and I are here, I have to presume that you know God. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yet the Bible will go on to talk about that wide is the road yep. that leads to destruction. That's right. And everyone's partying on it. And narrow is the road that leads to everlasting life, and few find it. So some of you are listening, and you don't know God. Right. 
You maybe know of him. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. may have heard about him mm-hmm. from even listening to this mm-hmm. or from a friend. But if you've never given your life over to Christ, you are not attached to the vine. The Bible says we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, right? Mm-hmm. The standards set out in the Ten Commandments, we can't keep them. That's right. Right? We've lied. We've We've stolen stolen. things. We've cheated. We've coveted. We wanted what other people have. I mean, I'm through four of them, and I'm guilty on all four of them. That's right. We all are. So the consequences of that sin is separation from God. That's right. The God who made you and me. But yet God loved us so much that he said, I'm going to give my only son Mm -hmm. to pay the penalty, the fee, the fine that was owed on you on your life. And my son will pay that penalty on the cross. And so I just want us to know the difference between believing versus following. Mm -hmm. To all the believers that are listening. We can believe in a lot of things. Right. To abide, you can't just believe, right? right? Mm -hmm. I can believe I want to lose 50 pounds. Right. And then I go eat like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? So it's not enough to believe something, right? You must follow Jesus' example Mm -hmm. of how he loved others. Right. Some of you, you know, we have the believing down, right? We think we're good. It's almost like what a way to deceive someone. Mm -hmm. I mean, Satan is the master of deception, but you're not following the example that God cares about. You're just believing in your head. Sure, I'll say there's a God. I mean, someone put the sun up, right? But I don't really need to follow him. And yet James 2.19 says, you believe that there is one God. Even the demons believe Mm -hmm. and they shudder in hell. That's right. It's not enough just to believe that, you guys. And and we love you too much to just sugarcoat that. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a little uncomfortable, but hell is going to be worse. I would rather you be uncomfortable this side of heaven and you understand the difference between hearing God's word and doing something with God's word, right? It's so important. So because of what what God did and and, and what he is doing in and through, you know, Skip One and the Splash Podcast and me going to prison and this opportunity to do these things, Barbara and I were feeling it would be so cool this year, actually in 2023, to go check on Omega. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, that's my little girl. For those of you who have listened to my story about Omega and, and true religion and how I how I rescued her mm-hmm. 23 years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, excuse me, exactly 20 years ago, because I felt so convicted that God said true religion is people who take care of widows and orphans. And so after a trip I took in December to Hawaii with my husband and our daughter, I met a woman named Dolly. And this is what made me so convinced, and I have never shared this story before, Barbara's heard it, but no one else, of why I had to go to Rwanda in January. Omega used to be in Uganda. Mm -hmm. She got a promotion, got a job offer at Hope Haven, Rwanda, and she's thriving there, right? My little grandson, Luke, he gets to go to school there this fall in Mm -hmm. September. He got Mm -hmm. accepted. But while I was in Hawaii in December with my family, we went on a snorkeling excursion. You know I love snorkeling, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we went snorkeling, and he shows us this really cool, like, reef area and we get Mm -hmm. out and we snorkel and we're driving back on the boat to the dock and I had noticed this person in the middle of the ocean with a hot pink vest on and a hot pink balloon shot up in the sky and I say to our boat driver I'm like chip 
that, that woman's going to get killed. Like, mm. like she's going to get killed. And he goes, oh, that's Dolly the Dolphin Lady. I go, Dolly the Dolphin Lady? What are you talking about? And he goes, oh, yeah, she, she worships the dolphins. And so she comes out every day for between six to eight hours. She got approval from no. the Coast Guard that this is her religious event. And she comes out and she communicates, she believes, with the dolphins. I got to need you to take me over to Dolly. Right at the boat. So we're going over to Dolly. Dolly starts getting very upset because mm-hmm. we're getting close to where mm-hmm. her do- she's named all the dolphins. She's aware of who they are. She goes out there and she floats and talks to them for six to eight hours. Oh my goodness. And I was thinking is to this myself, in the same place? In Kona, Hawaii. The same yeah. area? Every so day. Every day. Every day. Wow. And I'm thinking, as we went to lunch after that, after I met Dolly quickly. She didn't like us there. Mm-hmm. She's like, your boat's making noise. Get out of here. Mm. You're, you're not welcome at this church service with the dolphins. I was convicted. Mm. And Bryce goes, isn't that amazing that this woman is out there worshiping the creation, not the creator, right. for six to eight hours a day that people know who she is. They've given her paperwork from the Coast Guard to allow her to do this. And we're too afraid to share about Jesus, make time to pray with Jesus, worship with people, mm. ha- have a, go on a prayer walk, go spend six to eight hours. Who has time for that? That's mm. what people think here in America. Mm. I don't have time six to eight hours with God. And this woman's floating out there. Yikes. Talk about pruned up, right? Yeah. I mean, she's just like right. a mess. And I'm thinking, you know, we all are connected to something, Splash Family. God says, what vine are you connected to? Because he says, I am the true vine. And you're just a branch, Shalene. Apart from me, you can do nothing. But you listening right now, and I'm convicted too. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's material things, the car you drive, the house you live in, the clothes you wear, the latest purse, the mm-hmm. status symbol of your job, the, the colleges you went to, the, the how successful your kids are, your health is healthy, you're, you're, the, you're the club champ at your club of tennis and golf. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's an affair you're in right now. But there are idols in our lives that we are connecting ourselves to falsely mm-hmm. that will burn and God warns us about that right here in John. And I just don't want us to, to miss it because Galatians 5.22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit. You want to know if you're bearing much fruit? Go ask your kids what kind of fruit you bear. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit that's actually from God is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, Against such things, there is no law. God says, that's what the fruit looks like when you remain in me. Mm. So if you're bitter, angry, upset, jealous, rude, easily angered, you're not attached to the vine. Sorry. I have days like that. I might get your butt back attached, Shalene, because the fruit that the spirit bears when I am remaining in God will be love, joy, peace, Patience, not because everything in my life is good, but because my vine is good. Mm-hmm. My vine is good. God right. is a good, good father. Right. And that fruit that we're talking about is eternal. It's the natural result of Jesus changing your heart. That's what happens. And that's what his desire is, right? He goes, let me be the gardener. 
Let me prune you sometimes. Right. Let me pluck people right. out of your life right. or a career or an obsession or an addiction. Let me get it out mm-hmm. for you so that you can grow back even better. Right. Much That's better right. than you ever hoped or imagined. Fruit is the evidence of God's work in your life. Right. It's the evidence. And so when we see people that aren't like that, it's evident that maybe we need to love them in a different mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. because the love of Christ most likely is not in them. That's right. It isn't. It's and so not. it's so it's so sad. And I'm not going to be a fruit inspector either. Right. So right. please know I don't have authority to tell you if you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. But I will tell you that we love you enough to go, don't roll the dice on this one. Like this is something that I want, don't do it. Mm -mm. This is something that you have an opportunity if there's still air in your lungs today to Mm -hmm. say, hey, Lord, am I attached? Am I remaining in you? Or if I looked at my life, I'm remaining attached to a lot of other things that get my attention, that take first priority in my life. Because I'll tell you what, if someone had asked me if Dolly was committed to the dolphins, I'd say, I'll put all my money on that. Yes, she is. She'll Mm -hmm. be here tomorrow. She'll be here the next day. But I'll run into people who profess Jesus or maybe have a cross around their neck and then they're having an affair with a tennis pro at the club. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it doesn't make sense because they're not remaining in Mm -hmm. Christ. Mm -hmm. So on January, 2023... I felt very convicted from the trip to Huayga. Buddy, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skip One had just uh, finished building because of all of you sweet, generous listeners that go skip something extra in your life and donate at skipone.org. We built a huge kitchen, which mm. I'll show photos of this, over in Rwanda at Hope Haven, Rwanda for a boarding school that's feeding 1,500 kids right. three meals a day. The, the school just um, just got tested number two in the whole country. That's right. And their first graduating class, which Barbara and I will be uh-huh. there, I'm hoping to be the keynote speaker, um, will be 2025. Wow. So exciting. So my little Omega, now 24 years old, has a job. Mm. My Omega, who brought her whole paycheck when she first got a paycheck back in the days, to Rwanda, got a job there. And Barbara and I don't tell her we're coming. I didn't get on the WhatsApp. I didn't tell her. And we show up in her office. I can't wait for you to see the video. I'm going to put it. It's an amazing video. Oh, my gosh. You guys are just going to love this. It was just precious. I mean, yeah. she came around the corner into her office. She just collapsed. She collapsed on the floor. On the she just floor, head prostrate, on just the, yeah. straight out. Right. She could not. And then she saw Buddy was there. She said, "Barbara, Buddy." It was. It was. It was amazing. It was so good. And we got to just spend this time with her. Mm. We got to spend this rich time pouring into Omega, seeing how she's doing, how she's doing as a young mom, where right. she's living, how to help her. Mm-hmm. She loves her country so much. Right. She's never asked to move to America and she's been no. here several times. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a world changer for Jesus there yes. and make an impact. And through Hope Haven Rwanda, it's such an opportunity for these young kids are learning four languages, by the way. Right. English, mm-hmm. Swahili, Kenyaranda, and French. Yeah. They speak four you, languages. You, you were in the I French was in class? the French class. Wee oh wee. Oui, oui. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to share all that with yeah, you in the videos because it's a lot more powerful. But we got to have this great trip and also be able to see because of you skipping mm-hmm. something extra, the lives 
that are being fed. Mm. You know, Barbara and I got to meet some moms when we were over oh. there that were just, it was oh just gut-wrenching. Goodness. These moms, and I'm going to put this photo up too, were carrying boulders, mm-hmm. boulder, yeah. a boulder on their head yep. with a little baby strapped around their back That's after right. they just breastfed from six in the morning till seven at night to hopefully get school fees for their kids to help right. pay for their kids' fees to go to this beautiful- in bare feet. In bare feet. On rocks. On rocks. And they're just Everything. moving it because we're trying to put in a very nice sports facility right. and a leadership complex there next. And um, we're raising up future leaders for Jesus yes. Yes. with excellence. Yes. And so it was just so evident how your little sacrifice, something that you could skip that's extra in your life, paint your own nails this month. Don't go to Starbucks twice, go once. Don't supersize it. Just get a regular. Donate that money instead to skip one. Barbara and I are flying all over the world to build kitchens and put in wells so kids can not only learn about Jesus, but get nourished. It's usually the only meal they get is Mm -hmm. at their school. And so the fact that we were able to build a boarding school has has just been amazing. And it's just the evidence of, of God and his work in our lives. And so there's always something that God has in front of us to mm-hmm. do when we, we remain be, in him. Mm-hmm. And we might not see it. Yeah. We can't see it all the time. But it's really wonderful to be able to see all that come to fruition. But those moms carrying those boulders, I was just... Oh, it, you've got to see it. I'm going to put I the mean. pictures up. I'll put the pictures <laughs> up. You guys will love it. You know, when I started this this episode today, I talked about how I went to prison. And as I was leaving, I wanted to tell you what Laura said to me. I don't think I ever, I don't know if I've shared Mm -hmm. this. I'm leaving the prison, you know, and of course now we're all hugging everybody and they're all having the books and me and Rapunzel are buddies. (laughs) She's braiding my hair, you know, it's all great. (laughs) And as I'm leaving, Laura comes up to me and she says, can I, can I ask a favor? And that's always interesting when a felon asks you, do you want me to break you out? Get on my back. I said, sure, sure, Laura, what, what, what's your question? She goes, do you think it'd be possible for me to rescue a child like Omega? And I thought, wow, wow, here if a young woman mm. serving her you know, sentence, paying mm-hmm. her debt to society for mm-hmm. her wrongdoing, mm-hmm. can find $38 a month somehow to mm. rescue a child, what's our problem? Right. I have a link at shaleenbryan.com and we'll also put it up on the Splash podcast where you actually could sponsor your own child Mm -hmm. and maybe go visit them. But I said to her, I said, listen, I go, I don't know if Compassion International allows you to sponsor children Mm -hmm. because that's who I get my kids through. I said, but I will sponsor a child in your name. You have my book. You can Google me and find me. Mm -hmm. When you get out, I will transfer that child over to you. And she goes, you will? I said, yes, I will. She goes, I would love to teach my little girl when I get out Mm. about how blessed she is living Mm. in America. And she's quoting my book, right? Right. And I go, Laura, God's got huge plans for your life, sweetie. Mm. Don't grow weary. I'm thinking of Galatians 6, 9 as she's serving this. I go, don't grow weary in doing what's right in here because in due time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. I just pray that God right now, for everyone listening, would help us abandon our own desires. It's so hard to do. It's so hard to do. Help us to be heroes of the word, God. Help us not just just believe in the word. Help us to be doers of the word. Mm -hmm. Help us not to just be a believer, but a follower of your example for loving people well. We love you, Splash family. And Mm. Barbara and I always want to take time to just 
share the gospel with you and say, if you do not understand how to come to a saving knowledge of Christ, or if you don't have a Bible, you can direct message Mm -hmm. us and we will get you one. We will get Mm -hmm. you a Bible and make sure that you can read the most important book in your life. It's a bestseller. It's been around for 2000 years. It's called the Bible. And we would love to get one to you. So we love you. We appreciate you. And until next time, splash a little love on someone. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.